0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Pod Between Worlds. I'm your host, Steve, alongside Ollie. And today we're going to talk about Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 11, The Harris. And we're going to go into our reactions to the episode. We're going to break it down a little bit. And we're going to talk about some theory stuff. And we're going to update you on the points board, which I am currently leading. Coming in hot.
1: All right, so let's just jump That's into a, it and get it out of the way. for Steve. Well, first of all, spoilers if you haven't seen.
0: Uh,
1: it's three, three. It, It's I Monday. Know I'm just you like, you three,
0: shouldn't three, be three. listening to this if you're <laughs> should. You shouldn't be watching this or you shouldn't be listening to this if if you haven't watched all of the Mandalorian. We're I probably should just get that out of the way right now. Fair it's gonna say okay. right on the title too. So. So
1: uh, you can hear me, right? Because if I, I, I don't want my mic. To, if I turn around, you can hear me. Um. So we already had Boba Fett and Cobb Vanth, right? Um, yep. and you had a five point lead going into that because you had a hundred percent for Boba Fett and I had 95, we had, um, we were tied at 85 for Cobb Vamp, which we already discussed that you cheated and took my answer. You were going to be at like 0% for Cobb Vamp, So you're welcome for that. <clears throat> I see, I mean, I, I'm not blind. I can see you. Um, I know.
0: I can't see you, but I don't care.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, the, um, Ahsoka, uh, I'll get an extra 10%, but we'll wait for that to happen. But anyways, uh, you got a big uh, big boost for Bo-Katan. You were at 75%, and I was at 35%. And we also, she was a mention one as well, so that didn't even come into it. We were going to give points for a mention. Um, so you are currently up... Uh... You're up more than that, thirty-five. Maybe I was counting Ahsoka. I think you're up forty-five right now because you're up 40 percent for Bocatan and you're up five percent for Boba. Can you
0: actually? Can so you actually four, win forty-five
1: so percent? Can I win? Oh yeah, I have huge numbers right. on Palpatine and Luke and Leia.
0: That they are they mentions again? Are they uh,
1: Luke, Leia, Hans, uh, Ben Solo, Chewbacca? I think we won with mention. We can go over that. Okay. I think that was like an extra point one. Um, and then Palpatine what about- was like a theory, like if it's hinted at, which was another like bonus one. Um, then other random ones like uh, Hera's a wash. we both had 10%. Ezra, mm-hmm. I have 15%, so there's a 5% discrepancy there. Fenrao, you have 25%, so there's a 5% discrepancy there. Sabine, you had at seventy percent, so there's a five percent discrepancy there. Ahsoka, I should pick up ten percent there because you were at ninety. Um, mm-hmm. Thrawn, you had ten percent, I had zero. Uh, yeah, so there's still—I mean, there's still a decent amount of stuff. You are in a commanding lead. It's looking good right now. Basically, the Palpatine thing—if we get there—will be a big one because that's a seventy-point swing. So and that's then, a swing, the that's
0: a, on that's a swing state, pretty much? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. I probably need the, yeah. at this point, um, I probably need the Luke Leia on Lando, Ben Solo, Chewbacca thing. Good fucking um, luck. Again, I don't know why you're so happy. You cheated, so congratulations. <laughs> I didn't cheat. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're so it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty good. Um, you were... Uh, well, if we went in order, you did that, me, you, me, you. Yeah, yeah so you even, you called bo first, so good call.
0: 75. Yeah, I
1: did. Um, again, you'd be down right now if you would listen to yourself with Cobb uh, But yeah, so Stevens up yeah, at man, 45 right now. We're going to save Ahsoka. Let me, well, I'll check them off so that we know.
0: Oh well, Ahsoka wasn't a mention, though. That was like we actually have to see her, right?
1: Uh, correct, yep. All right um yeah so that's everything right now and then some of them whoever's not in the season will probably obviously we we won't come to the last episode but um so we can do those then i still think there's a i think sabine might be the sneaky one because everybody's kind of now that um now that sasha banks wasn't sabine i think everyone's Mm -hmm. like okay no sabine we're getting soka and like sabine may be played by someone random and shows up but maybe not you know the funny thing is Sabine yeah, makes know. a ton of sense because she was Mandalay. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of this whole, um, she really does make sense. But I well, digress. Well, unless, so, unless
0: maybe her and Ahsoka split up to find Ezra. Maybe there's yeah, or something Or that hasn't there. happened
1: yet or that's happening later. Yep, that whole story. Yeah, right. yep. We should know a little bit more with Ahsoka. I think we'll at least get a mention of something that hints towards when that happened. You know what I mean? Or when that's going to happen. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, all right, so <clears throat> let's get let's just do our initial thoughts and basic review and then I wanna break down um, I wanna break down a little bit more about Bo Katan and also um, this whole Mandalorian cult thing that I that I've actually been hinting at for a while that I think Din was raised in like a like a cult type way, indoctrined by the Death Watch. That's why I was wondering okay. about the whole how he didn't recognize boba's armor and and that he doesn't take his helmet off and how a lot of his inconsistencies with like what we know about the mandalorians how that would make sense um so mm-hmm. it was kind of kind of proven for the most part in this episode so i want to go over that and then what this means for mandalore and how it's interesting but anyway so why don't you start mm-hmm. uh initial thoughts and just overall yeah uh, anything specific from the episode
0: uh so i actually think that was the best episode of the season so far um including the first episode yeah uh i think the show might it might be pushing it a little bit i don't know
1: um maybe but yeah okay definitely season one yep i definitely
0: see two. sorry definitely for season two uh season one i would probably have to i'd probably have to watch episode 7 and 8 just to kind of
1: mm-hmm.
0: at least episode 8 cuz that was uh that was a decent episode too obviously so um so I don't know if I could put it above that also episode 1 was in season 1 was also pretty uh uh pretty good for what what it's worth so but now we were looking yeah
1: yeah yeah there were a bunch of mm-hmm.
0: moves, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah or episode three too yeah, that um very reminiscent of that Um, so I, I really liked the episode. Um, you know, awesome to see Bo-Katan, obviously, um, Sasha Banks too, just, uh, seeing who she actually plays. She doesn't play a Jedi, which was kind of cool. Um, so the trailer kind of threw us off a little bit in that sense, because they were, uh, the armor was talking about, um, you know, the Jedi and everything while they were shooting, showing that clip of, uh, Sasha Banks. So that was, that was cool that it threw us off, off a little bit. Um, I thought the action was great. I love seeing bo fight. I mean, she's great in Clone Wars and Rebels and everything, and she's just a straight-out badass, so I just love her character. Um, so it was great to see her. Uh, I felt, uh, I guess, a couple critical things. I thought the episodes were too short. I don't know why it keeps getting shorter and shorter, and it's kind of weird, but um, <clears throat> the episode was a little bit too short, and... Um, I was kind of hoping a little bit more and hopefully they, they'll probably dive into this a little bit more in the future episodes, but just the whole exchange, you were kind of just touching upon, it, uh, about Mando and the being raised by the death watch. Um, just know, like just the development there, like that's, that's kind of a shock. Um, I think there was, there should, should have been a little bit more behind that. Um, but it just seems like that's such a critical thing. It was very interesting to see how he reacted to that and how, um, how that exchange went. Um, I would like to know what he kind of is thinking a little bit more though, and maybe we'll get to see kind of that uh, display in the next couple episodes. Now that he kind of knows, like, hey, there's other Mandalorians that don't go by the Death Watch. I guess the, you know, the Death Watch or the old the way of the Mandalore or whatever. So. Um very intrigued to see how that progresses cause that I'm sure that's gonna keep continuing over the next couple episodes. But overall a great episode. Uh Bo Katan again, like uh Sackhoff, she's an awesome actress. Um, you know, obviously she's the voice of Bo Katan in the series and stuff, but um just her uh her resume, I guess, in you know, like circle Galactica and Longmire and um even when she made uh guest appearances on Big Bang Theory, she's she's awesome so glad to see her there um i thought she played it spot on obviously um just yeah really cool to see all of that uh take place so uh what do you think I'll pass it yeah. on to you
1: yeah i'm right there with you um i think uh it definitely definitely my favorite episode of the season um mm-hmm. i think it is maybe my favorite episode of this of the series so far um Obviously, you know seven and eight had had a lot to do with ending the season and tied up a lot of ends and stuff. But I think yeah. in terms of, well, I'll agree with you. I am like kind of bummed that they, that I'm not getting 50 minutes every time. Um, I I did think the pacing was really good. Uh, it just kept going right, like we just kept like getting into stuff. I do kind of wish like just like I'm not saying I need 50 minutes with like just extra dialogue but like i feel like mm-hmm. that mission could have been maybe more right like maybe like a little bit of like a hit and run early to plan it out like there could have been an extra little part to it that could have added a good little like 10-15 minutes or maybe just a yeah, little development
0: know. more maybe like more interaction because i mean we only had brief interactions but like j- just a little bit more like maybe like him like like being a little bit intrigued like you know what's what's the way like what's your way kind of you know oh, what i mean i didn't
1: mean like that yeah i i think that's perfectly played because i think that's going to be the long i think that that storyline is the long haul for the mandalorian is him kind of learning um about that i think there's too much there which i'll get into in my in in that segment when we go over it just because there's this is actually the way that they pitched it and his reaction uh, especially him not knowing and not reacting to her saying, "I'm Bogotan katan from from House Crees." I mean that that is a absolute tell all of what is potentially going on with the children of the Watch. But I'll get into it later. I just mean like uh, it was it was action packed. The music when the Mandalorians came out, when when katan and um, uh, Axe and Koska I think were the other two names uh, came out was just awesome it was like this heavy metal kind of thing and they they were jetpacking around. Uh, And I just thought it was I thought it was really cool. Um, But like i'm saying like you know what was it 30 something minutes 34 or something like that I just feel like almost there was an opportunity, maybe for like that mission for them to take down the Gazanti freighter. Maybe Mm -hmm. there was, maybe we could have seen like a 10 minute segment where they do maybe like, like it's like a day earlier and we see a little bit more of the recon, like a hit and run. They take one guy out, they learn that Gazanti's coming into the port that day. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, I think we could have drawn it out a little bit and maybe you would have got a little bit more reaction, a little bit more interaction that you wanted, like another conversation or two, where maybe one or two more things is mentioned um mm-hmm. but that's just i want more right um mm-hmm. uh so but overall i mean it was awesome there were so many so many little things like the Gazanti freighter uh has been in uh rebels i don't think it was in clone wars i think that was a rebels thing but they, it, we've seen it like a bunch in, in... i don't
0: remember seeing that in clone wars i think you're right yeah, i think, think well it was i think it's rebels an empire thing. ship so yeah i, I think it yeah. would
1: only be in clone wars but um just no, to no, see no, those rebels. kind of things uh, oh yeah sorry rebels um just to see those kind of things I, I think someone mentioned it might have been in the battle of exegol too but like one of the million ships in the background kind of thing so it's really mm-hmm. neat to um Interesting. well i could have been there's a million ships there but like we didn't get a good look is my point like seeing it in all its glory i thought was cool i, mean, I thought it looked really neat there's something about seeing something come from animation and be done really well right because some things lose a lot yeah and other things are just really cool and it could have been also to be honest with you that I love this um, this kind of interaction with the with the how good the uh, I always call them graphics but how good like the CGI and practical effects are it's so cool to see these ships like in orbit and in like a little like a new like docking town with water like it's so cool right like the little interactions with the water when when they're flying over the like just those little things is really neat so, mm-hmm. I was,
0: so we were wrong. It's actually, it was in Clone Wars. It was, uh, well, it was in Clone Wars and it was first seen in Episode 1. Uh, yeah, in the Phantom Menace. So, yeah. So the other way around. It was not Rebels. Yeah, yeah. It was in Clone Wars. It was, uh, as I'm seeing now, there was ones I get, uh, Garia. Okay. Uh, I'm
1: pretty sure they were in Rebels too. But we can...
0: Look in Black way. Sun uh i'm not yeah i'm not seeing it in uh either oh yeah yeah. it's in where a little bit there's a couple episodes yeah
1: but But to to see them and just like its translation is is really neat um and that goes i mean i'm overlooking a big thing there that goes for boca town she's i mean it, it worked so well right it was the first time we've seen someone come over that was the voice actor too which is really neat we had um Saw Guerrera come over, but he wasn't, um, he wasn't originally the, the voice actor, um, nope. Forrest Whitaker. So, you know, that was a cool one from, from the cartoons too. I think that was played really well, but just to have like Katie Sackhoff has always been Bo-Katan, right. Yep. And to have her come into live action this many years later, uh, look the part. It looked so good. It didn't feel awkward. The armor looked good. Their whole, the, the jetpack fighting, everything was so cool. They had the, um, what are they? Westar 34 pistols that shoot the yellow lasers. Just everything mm. was like so spot on and so good um, that, yeah, I, I just loved it. Um, so overall, yeah, I think it's my favorite episode of the of, of the uh, series so far, I think. You know? Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so real quick, before I get into the kind of the Mandalore stuff, what? Um, <clears throat> where do you think we're going now? Because that theory that I liked, I don't know how much you liked it, that one that I read on um, on Reddit is blown up now. Because obviously Bo-Katan wasn't captured. So
0: I think it's... Co- well, it, it seems like it's completely different now, obviously. Well, right, um, that's what I'm
1: saying, yeah. Yeah,
0: so, it's, so now I think... I think now what we're going to see, and I think we got a little bit of a hint at that, I think they're going to try to take back Mandalore. And it's going to be, I think maybe this is going to push. Um, I'm trying to collect all my thoughts here on this. So, because I, I did think about this quite a bit when, mm-hmm. when Bo-Katan appeared. I was like, oh, there goes that theory out the door. Um. So now I'm kind of thinking uh, uh, maybe a little bit more like you where, you know, maybe Sabine and Ahsoka haven't, um, haven't necessarily left yet. Okay. Um now I'm kinda getting that vibe just because uh of where that's at. Uh secondly, um I think the whole taking Mandalore back, uh I think that is gonna be a huge, huge uh cornerstone of the Mandalorian and maybe that's where he's gonna play a bigger role because I mean I know the whole story right now at least is he's trying to find the species of the child, but at some point I mean, where else? Where else are they gonna go from there? So maybe that's the, the that's the end game of the series. Is maybe that's where it's gonna head, where you know they all team up and they they have to take back Mandalore from maybe like an empire remnant. Maybe it's another remnant that we haven't heard of um, yet. So um, the very I'm very excited to see where that goes. That's that's just where I'm thinking. I don't know if it will happen in this, ser- this uh this <clears throat> yeah. season um i think we're gonna definitely see ahsoka obviously i think we're gonna see rex i think we're gonna kind of get more of a picture of like where they're at uh kind of like what we hinted at before yeah I, i'm starting to believe that sabine and soca haven't left yet
1: gotcha and yeah, rex was like um, an extra one. you had 25 yeah. and then i had zero so that's another big. yeah one. Yep. yeah
0: fuck up well because <laughs> yeah, d yeah. bradley baker voices the frog lady so it'd be oh, very so, interesting
1: yeah so uh, well, i did see that yeah Although i don't know
0: well yeah he obviously wouldn't play uh rex but anyways um i think it's going to turn into trying to take back mandalore and taking back the dark saber so i think that's where moff gideon's going to start coming in um but at the same time the whole capturing that freighter um what's that class called again the
1: gazanti
0: um i think that's uh it's very intriguing there too because now it's like uh, it's a big ass ship, and why the heck is the remnants of the Empire trying to take that? So now it's kind of like oh, so maybe there is a little bit more going on behind the scenes. So, um and secondly, how you know Bo-Katan mentions like she lost the Dark Saber, but like she is not re- like they don't really talk about how mm-hmm. or what took place, and they don't talk about the the night of the thousand tears or. Do I keep getting that uh, confused with the great purge I mean, at the same I don't
1: think it's I don't think it's clear. Yeah, but I would yeah, just go yeah. with the purge for now. I think okay, that's still relatively vague on like the whole like the 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 I, I don't like that they call it the purge because the order 66 was also referred to as the purge. So there's two different yeah. things that the empire took over kind of then after that, you know what I mean? But I don't think there was this major major thing there. I think the uh, yeah, so I we can look into it further.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so. I think what we're going to start to see is that kind of um, that's going to start to take place. I think we're going to start to see more of how we're going to take back Mandalore. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be kind of the end goal. And my guess is that there's going to be an empire remnant on Mandalore right now, kind of like. Uh, what well, we were seeing a little bit on Navarro uh, in at the end of season one, kind of the same thing. I think we're gonna start seeing that on Mandalore too, and that's where the story's gonna kind of go in that direction, where it's gonna be like maybe that's why he's gonna go to Cara Dune and uh, Grief Karga and be like, "Hey, uh, I need your help because you know we're gonna fucking take back Mandalore, or we're gonna start two, or something right. like that, or or take back the dark saber. It's either one. I don't. I think it's gonna be more towards getting the dark back." And taking Mandalore back eventually, I think that's the overall goal. But um, I think it's setting up a bigger plot uh, later on. So just that that brief uh, interaction about you know, and just seeing Bo-Katan alive and everything, it's kind of just like, all right, well, th- there is something bigger going on that we're, we haven't seen yet. So I'm yeah. I'm pretty excited. That 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 is cool that they're because, uh, like I said, it was only the plot was just focused on getting the child. To a species, so it kind of you know it, yeah. it's good plot, but now we got something else too. So, um, what yeah, I do agree, you know,
1: it, it is interesting because yeah. I almost feel like it's this weird thing of like where the story makes sense to go, right? And I know they've already written a bunch, so don't get me wrong, but where it makes sense to go, and almost like where because truthfully, if we're if it, the show called The Mandalorian, right? Yeah, we now have this. Very interesting thing to dive into with him being raised by a cult version of the Mandalorians and not really knowing much, if any, about the true history of Mandalore, right? At least the recent history. Um, he doesn't even know who House Cries is. So to me, that means he has very limited knowledge, if any whatsoever, of Satine as well, which was the whole, which was all of the Clone Wars, right? And before. True. Right. So... Like, basically all of his lifetime, he doesn't have the history of what happened on Mandalore correctly, right? And may not, he may not, my thing, my thought originally was that he may have like a skewed version, like he may know Satine and she was evil because she was a pacifist and that's not the way of Mandalore. But now I'm thinking from him not even reacting to Bo-Katan, I think, I think he may not even have, it's not even that he has a skewed version of history. I think mm-hmm. they completely didn't tell them anything. Yeah. They raised them yeah, as, we point. are the only Mandalorians left. There's no more Mandalore. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no more, there's no other Mandalorian kind of thing. So, um, uh, so yeah, so I'm interested in that. I almost feel like now the storyline without outside pressures, and I mean outside <laughs> pressures being like popularity and where a TV show has to go to make money, right? I almost feel like I don't think it's going to happen, but I think the logical thing is he just finds – ahsoka and ahsoka takes the child and like goes somewhere whether it's with luke or they try to find you know what i mean and the mandalorian's done and then what does he do from there well now he he goes back and explores with bo-katan and like explores like what actually happened and how to actually be a mandalorian and maybe that involves taking mandalore right like that starts to make sense to me and then you can even go down a path i guess if Gideon is smuggling all, because here's the here's the save the galaxy right now, right? Um, I know people are a little bit confused about this. This is roughly five years after um, Return of the Jedi, so the Empire was beaten, right? The big battle, Death over Endor, uh, over Endor, uh, Death Star two blows, Emperor, Emperor Palpatine's done. That was not. If you're not caught up on like all the canon in between, you're just a movie person and you're trying to understand what happened here, like why is the Empire still around? So there were still man- it took years and years, they were in these, the Aftermath books and squadrons and uh, Alphabet Squadron, uh, the video game squadrons, there's a bunch of this stuff broken down. But basically, the Empire fractured at that point. Mm-hmm. But there were still uh, Imperial remnants everywhere, okay? In Aftermath, it basically tells the story of how some of the remnants kind of put themselves together in this whole plan with this guy named Gallius Rax that was directly under palpatine at one point and basically they send a bunch of um the proven imperial people basically to the outer regions and they are what we know eventually becomes <clears> the first order but they basically disappear that is not all the empire right there's a bunch of there was that mobile game remember with um oh, battle or whatever uh was the guy's name he basically oh, locks, yeah he basically locked down the enote sector which was like cloud city Um, And he locked down that whole sector and told people Palpatine was still alive, so that was going on for, I think, a few years after all these timelines are kind of whatever. But the point is, there were multiple factions of Imperials that were Mm -hmm. in control of areas or were terrorizing areas, especially in the Outer Rim because the New Republic was new, right? So they had to slowly work their way out. And that's what we saw a little bit in this episode, or last episode of the X-Wings, right, patrolling. And that's Mm -hmm. what they're doing. They're trying to they're trying to kind of like spread the new Republic and get people safe again, because there's a lot of pirate activity. There's a lot of underworld activity um, and the empire rem- remnants of the empire are causing problems and trying to lock down sectors and stuff like that. So it's a slow moving process. So what I find the most interesting on the empire side is Gideon the head honcho of his own Imperial remnant. And that's why he's, he's using the spoils of Mandalore to get these weapons and build up an armada so he can take control of stuff, or what I think, which leads me to my point of how you get more stories in here, more seasons, in other words, is I think he has a direct link, I personally think he has a direct link to Palpatine, but beyond that, I think he may be a person that was left behind to help get stuff out to the First Order, right? I think he's connected to the First Order, and what that does is allows you to start exploring you got to beat him to get Mandalore back, right? Like you're saying, which is a good story. Mm-hmm. But also it starts to connect to the First Order and do then they continue to go, what's going on out there, right? And you can start to get into like what was happening in, in, in those 20 plus years that they disappeared before they came back, you know, before right. First of Force Awakens. So I'm with you there. Um, but I also think it's a hard, I feel like it's a hard sell now and how popular the child is that he'd be gone after this season right even if you this would also be like kind of where you would do like the spin-off. so maybe he goes with ahsoka and then the whole ahsoka sabine ezra Throne series is live action and the child is part of that but like for him to leave the show that he gained so much popularity i don't that's a brave move right even if it's yeah, already written, i don't it's tough I, I you know
0: i don't think see that's why i don't think it's going to turn into i think the whole uh, finding the species of the child, I think that's going to be drawn out even longer now. Over I don't seasons, think that's going to be... I don't, don't know think how much more be... it goes
1: with Din. Because he's not a Jedi. He's not going to become a Jedi. And they've now opened up this whole Mandalorian side. And the show's called The Mandalorian. So to me, like the child thing is a is, is great. I've loved it. But I don't know... I don't know if it's that interesting to see him planet hop for another three seasons. Like His mission was to get him to the Jedi. If he gets him to Ahsoka... That's a logical story point ending to me, but I understand that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's tough because he's such a he's such an integral part of the show. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of a tough thing. But that's like, I th- I think they would. I think they would have to draw it out if they're exactly. gonna keep uh the popularity of baby yoda they gotta draw it out so i think that that's why i think the whole mandalore thing is gonna start taking over the it's gonna start dominating the plot little by little maybe but that's what i'm saying you know, if you do
1: that you get you have to get rid of baby maybe
0: maybe i think, maybe, I think or... that's the
1: way you focus on mandalore and quote unquote the mandalorian and the only way I can see them doing that is if he somehow includes, if he works his way into another spinoff series so they can constantly pitch like, he'll be back. You know what I mean? Like so that people don't like just bail out on Star Wars. But
0: Well, the other thing is Moff Gideon also mentions that there's going to be more saber battles. So. Yep. What's going to come of that? So that that's, so I kind of, I guess I disagree a little bit. I think. I don't think he's gonna give Baby Yoda away. I think, I think we're gonna see Ahsoka fight uh, Moff Gideon. I well, think this that's could where... be the other
1: thing. They hinted at the beginning of the season that something about like Baby something would go wrong, or Baby Yoda isn't all good, or something like that. And I did mm-hmm. it did make me wonder at the time. I forget what the rumor is. I'd have to look it up. It made me think at the time that they were hinting that at some point this season Gideon will have the child again. So maybe yeah. that's where you see Ahsoka. So, anyways my my thoughts are basically that we all that for this season that Gideon is basically the magnet that draws everybody together and how the plot kind of comes together at the end. Is that Bo. We, we didn't... It was interesting because they kind of, like they... The information was passed, but I watched the episode the second time to make sure, and unless, you know, it happened off screen, there was no point at which Bo ever tells um, Din about the Darksaber, and we got to remember, Din doesn't even know Gideon has the Darksaber.
0: No, no, no. I know. So, oh, yeah. Well, but I, I find this that. interesting
1: because actually they're on a collision course to meet again, and they don't even know it because he right. doesn't even know she's after Gideon. He never sees the hologram. He doesn't hear that thing, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, he's going to probably run into to Gideon again um, in some way, and she's hunting Gideon, you know? And then right. you add Ahsoka to the mix, and there you go don't know exactly Mm -hmm. how it plays out but yeah i mean it's it's gonna be interesting i'm intrigued now right we got a lot of moving pieces yeah i think we are gonna do you think we see ahsoka next episode i for some reason think the grief karga episode's next i think we're gonna get all the the
0: director of the fourth episode
1: right and i so i'm not any I, i know you're not in the film industry either but do you know like is it would it be weird for him to direct the episode he's in the most as an actor no i feel like that's okay that's normal i just didn't know like in my mind i'm like you're directing and it's the episode that you act the most in that seems like a conflict of like what you got to do but i guess i mean i don't know anything about that stuff so no i mean so it uh, makes sense that the episode he's directing he's a major part of
0: i mean yeah i I mean it's not i wouldn't say it's uh it uncommon it doesn't it one
1: way or the other to you no like it doesn't it doesn't give no, you any I, clues. I think, no i think uh funny.
0: if he's directing the episode he hasn't been in it at all so far so that's why i think this is where we're gonna see him okay so in some i, I the think ship's a
1: mess right is that when probably, he goes back to navarro for help to maybe fix that's the ship why before he gets to because we don't know where maybe. that planet is right that planet could be halfway across the universe kaladin corvus the planet corvus? yeah the city of kaladin on the forest planet, estuary planet of corvus so um, have we been to corvus before no i looked it up um oh. so yeah so that's interesting so maybe we see that and then he helps them do something maybe the imperial remnants there and then we get ahsoka in, in episode five because that's the Felony episode right
0: yep so i guess that kind of makes sense it's corvus minor
1: uh the estuary moon of corvus or something oh like there is a there is another corvus thing but it's not the. i woke up the other day
0: interesting okay
1: Caladin was the city or something it's just mentioned yeah anyways okay so mm-hmm. i just wanted to do a quick um breakdown of where we are um Mando-wise and why I think it's interesting. I know we got into it a little bit. But basically, let's go over quickly like a, a, an abbreviated timeline um, for those of you who are interested in Bo-Katan and kind of this whole thing. So basically, and this is all kind of patched together from uh, books, movies, Clone Wars, um, the, the animated uh, series, and Rebels, um, the animated series. But basically, sometime before Clone Wars, Mandalore had like a split um, and there was, like, a pacifist movement led by Satine Cries, and she basically became the ruler of Mandalore, okay? We're not sure, exa- I don't think we have an exact date when this split happened. They were moving towards it for a while, but there were obviously some that wanted to kind of stay in the old ways of Mandalore kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and the main faction we see is Death Watch, okay? And throughout the Clone Wars, Satine's in charge with the pacifist regime, um, and that, and the, and Mandalore did pretty well. They kind of stayed out of the Clone Wars the best they could for a while. Um, they were like, they started a council and she was like the head of the neutral system. So they weren't on the, the um, the, um, oh God, what's the, they weren't on the Republic side and they weren't on the, I'm drawing a complete blank here. The other side, see, I, it's not Confederate. My brain is melting right now. The Clone what? Wars. The two sides: the Republic and the.
0: Uh, the.
1: Oh my what God! The dude. You're this killing me. My brain is melting. Why can I not think of the main side? It's the, the CIS, is what they're. But, um
0: The system of. Uh... Oh my God! You. This is gonna kill me.
1: Dude, what is going on right now? Why can't I think of it? It's because I got Confederate stuck in my mind, but it's not. It's Separatist. It's S2. Oh my god, my... Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? Anyway, it's because it's (laughs) like the Confederacy of Independent Systems. It was like the CIS was like an abbreviation or something. Oh my god. Anyways, so... Getting this straight, again, I can't, that was the easiest thing ever. I'm, I, I know intricacies of Mandalore, but I couldn't figure out the other side of the war on the Clone Wars. Oh, my God. I'm trying to find the So, anyways, map. they they, oh, si- they stayed neutral. They were in the neutral system things. Anyways, um, Death Watch, got there's there's a lot that goes on. But long story short, Bogotan uh, is Satine's sister, okay? And she kind of leaned more towards the warrior ways. So at, she she had this group called the Night Owls. Um, Which is her armor and actually is what who Sasha Banks plays you can see on her shoulder. She has the owl. Um, They have those helmets Um, They uh, they were they were a group um, of female Mandalorian warriors Uh, At some point during the Clone Wars, they basically join up with Death Watch Okay, and Maul becomes involved too. Darth Maul Um, the Darksaber becomes involved Uh, Their leader Pre -pre Visla was the leader of Death Watch anyways when they go to basically overthrow um, Satine Kind of shit hits the fan, and there is a split between uh, Maul, the Maul side and Bo-Katan, they kind of split. Anyways, long story short, Satine's killed by Maul, and Bo-Katan helps Obi-Wan get out, and so she becomes like, like the good guy again at this point. So she's kind of in charge of Mandalore. Uh, obviously Order 66 happens, okay? Um, the Empire doesn't really go in super hard right away. Um, she's in control, but then when the Empire's kind of like bend the knee kind of deal, she wanted to stay neutral again, and so they basically overthrow her. And at that point, the the Saxon family, Gar Saxon and them, um, basically become, become in charge, okay? Mm -hmm. Then we see her again in Rebels, where, uh, Sabine Wren, um, gets involved. They get the Darksaber from Maul. Um, And they want to basically put the families back together, a lot of the families, and restore Mandalore, right, because the Saxons are basically just doing the Imperial way and they just don't want Mandalore under um, Imperial rule. So a bunch of the families get together and basically they kind of fight back the Empire, Um, Gar Saxons killed, um, and basically they, they kind of stage a coup with the Empire. Bo-Katan takes the Darksaber and she becomes like the new quote-unquote Mandalore. This is right before A New Hope, right? A year or two. I don't know that we have the exact timeline, but very close to A New Hope, okay? The thing to know here is we have no more information, okay? And it's also clear, it's pretty clear that the Empire isn't gone, right? They just struck a major blow to the Empire on Mandalore. So the Empire is kind of reeling from that but in no way is Mandalore like a separate system at this point because the Empire is very much in control, okay? Mm -hmm. And Bo-Katan is the leader of this resistance, all right? That's, That's really all we know. And then now because of the Mandalorian season, we know that at some point it seems like Gideon was part of the Empire coming back and purging the planet, okay? And killing lots of Mandalorians. And basically that's kind of all we know. We thought Bo-Katan could be dead because the last time we saw the Darksaber was in Rebels, which was shortly before A New Hope, um, and Bo-Katan had it. So the fact that Gideon had it made us all wonder if bo was dead. Obviously, she's not. Some survived. So sometime, basically, in the nine years between A New Hope and the Mandalorian series, this purge took place. And it seems <laughs> like Gideon was a part of it, and it seems like that's where the Darksaber came from. So this is all kind of, I'm, I'm saying this because this is why I'm very interested in Din, right? Because Bo-Katan is as, as Mandalorian as you can possibly be, right? Born and raised in the culture, her sister was ruled it for many, many years. Um, she had a difference of opinion, shit went south, uh, and then she was the ruler for a long time or at the very least she was seen as the ruler by many of the families and many of the true mandalorians so she's as big a deal as you could possibly be in the last 50 years of history of mandalore right yeah um arguably maybe only to her sister um would be the bigger deal but her sister died um so she's a really big deal din does not react when she says, I'm Bo-Katan, he basically says, you know, they take their helmets off and he gets pissy and goes, where'd you get that armor? And Bo-Katan basically goes, dude, it's been in my family for three generations. It's my armor. I'm Bo-Katan from Clan Kla- Christ. So for people who don't know, like that would, I, that is literally him not knowing the biggest figure still alive in all of Mandalorian history at this point, right? Yeah. Um. Again, key figure being alive. Yeah. So then she drops... So then she drops this in, and she basically goes, Oh, you're a child of the watch. You're from the children of the watch. So we do know he got saved by the by Death Watch or House of Isla. They were kind of interchangeable for a while there. Um, in the first season flashback. <coughs> bless you. Um I thought you were gonna see it again, sorry. Uh, Hi, we do know too. he was he was saved by clan uh clan Visla, Watch slash death watch, sometime in the Clone Wars. That was that flashback, right? and all these little quirks that like the armor had and this is the way and that whole convert that he's in in the first season right yeah i had said a bunch of times man like a lot of this because i did that mandalorian video where i went into it and i go there's just mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense mandalorians can mandalorians can take their helmets off um how did they all like just disappear like there was this purge obviously we found out later in the season but still there was a lot of them and like where is this whole history and then when the armor is like you got to go find the jedi and he has no idea where jedi are and it's like man jedi were super intertwined with that whole culture like through the clone wars with obi-wan and all the times that they went there and then ahsoka with sabine and bo katan and it's like how for you not to know these things i know it's a big galaxy and people say like whoa mandalore is like like a lot of people and stuff and it's like yeah but they were it wasn't like they just met jedi once right Jedi were yep. very important in their whole entire story for the last 30, 40 years of, of history at this point. So, and she says they're basically a cult of zealots. This is the Children of the Watch um, that were taught, that wanted to bring back the ancient ways of Mandalore. So, my interest is this it seems like Clan Visla and Death Watch basically took children and orphans from different Clone Wars battles, right? And they took them back to Concordia or wherever they were, where were they Concordia and Mandalore and the different systems in Mandalore. And basically, ra- they were basically raising an army to take over Mandalore at some point, right? Mm-hmm. That would have been their goal. And they were basically not teaching them any of the true history, recent, the recent history with Satine and the pacifist movement. They were just completely avoiding it because he has no idea who House Cries is. So Dean is has, like, no idea of any of the true Mandalore stuff. He has only, like, the ancient, ancient history, right? And mm-hmm. all those converts and the armor, it'll be very interesting to see who the armor is. I think Rook cast is actually an interesting point at this point. She worked with uh, closely on Death Watch. She was one of the Maul people, and she had spikes on her helmet. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Yeah. Um, but I think this opens up a huge opportunity for the show to explore more of mandalorian culture because he'll basically have to be retaught it right if he joins yeah, up with Bo, way. i mean he's gonna he, you know i think he'll i think she'll win him over kind of deal you know what i mean and then he'll basically relearn all this mandalorian he, stuff of who he was and you know and what
0: they, I mean? start date, they start dating
1: they start dating maybe he'll get to take his helmet off more right if he starts to go with that their way and learn that that's I, not a thing
0: i i have a feeling that there might be something there really? i i have a feeling i think din and uh Katan maybe
1: oh there you go din, yeah the, the mandalorian first family at that point you know
0: um maybe i mean i will say yeah. that
1: in, in closing for this they did interestingly hint towards mandalore and din said it's cursed anyone who goes back there dies and Bo was kind of like we're going to take it back I do wonder if that has to do something with the Purge because there have been stuff in Legends um, history from Star Wars where they've like poisoned planets and bombed mm-hmm. planets to where like you can't. So Din saying that it's cursed made me think something like that. Almost like yeah. they desolated the planet. You know what I mean? Um, and you can't like live there or something. But then Bo saying we want to take it back. Um, it, interesting it it, it it is it's fascinating so yeah i just wanted to lay it out there just in case anybody listening had the basics of Bocatan, but just kind of wanted a more succinct timeline right yeah um of it put together and what it means for din because really at this point now anything didn't said in the past he what the what is the word for this like the unreliable narrator he's he's not necessarily an unreliable narrator in the sense that he's lying He's just an unreliable narrator in terms of mandalorian history because he's been taught wrong right he's been basically indoctrined into this certain way of thinking that is based on stuff that hasn't happened for thousands of years so it's interesting
0: yeah yeah i I don't have anything to add to that just uh
1: sorry but yeah i just wanted to get that cleared up
0: yeah I, I just I I think um, yeah it'll be in, interesting to see how that relationship progresses and I think we're gonna we're gonna continue to see Bo-Katan more and
1: she's um, definitely in the and in the season I bet yep.
0: and I'm calling it that uh, you know they become a thing
1: there you go you heard it here first
0: that's my that's my prediction it just I have a it's a weird feeling I don't know because you don't Bo-Katan doesn't really she doesn't really have a relationship with anyone. I mean, as far as we know, so.
1: Yeah, I don't think there was anything in Clone Wars. I don't know.
0: Not that I know of. I mean, it just you know, it, Mandalore. Um. I, I mean, I don't know I if do you it, know
1: they're not in the group together with um, Axe Wove and Casca So You know.
0: I, I don't. I'm just. just I'm just. I'm just throwing it out there. I just you know, I just have a feeling that maybe that's. Uh, Maybe that's a thing. Maybe she turns them to the light side instead of the dark side, Mandalore.
1: Oh, so children of the light of the dark side. I got you, kind of.
0: Well, I mean, Death Watch yeah, are a bunch of scum. A, yeah. I mean, I mean, she they, was they are. Death March,
1: so. <laughs> But maybe that's how they connect. Is that she was going she was, down that she
0: path was for a while. Briefly, though. Yeah, she yeah, was. But, I but, mean,
1: she was. Her sister was the ruler of the of, of Mandalore in a pacifist movement, and she joined the one fucking thing that was directly against her and wanted to kill her. So that's pretty badass that's a pretty dark you know
0: well you just brought up another good point it'll be interesting to see how she like maybe explains some of the history behind death watch i I think that's
1: i think that's why you have a point is that she's uniquely qualified to be like i did believe that for a while you know what i mean i was very much on that path
0: and now let's date let's fuck Jesus. I'm telling you, I I just, I I have a feeling, I don't know. I feel like they they haven't really touched upon, uh, I mean, obviously so far, they haven't really touched upon, like, romance or anything like that, but I'm sure at some point they're going to have to bring that into the fold. I mean... They could, yeah. I I don't know, I mean, Star Wars hasn't always been a romance story or anything like that, but like... It's been in a lot of stuff, yeah, I mean... it, It has, but I'm just, it's, you know, it's not like... It's not dominant in the themes. It's usually kind of in the fold, it's but it's there, not then. like...
1: Obi-Wan yeah. as a teen kind of had a thing. Obviously, Leia and Han. I mean, Leia and Han were a big part of the, the original series. So,
0: I'm just saying it's not everywhere, though. I mean, yep. did Luke ever marry? No, we'd probably not.
1: In Legends, yeah. In Legends, doesn't, he, doesn't did. In Legends like he it. did. It doesn't seem like he yeah. canon, though.
0: Yeah, which is interesting. That's another thing. I, I kind of was hoping that they would explore a little bit more, but yeah. Who knows? We have explored the whole time period, so
1: Roll World between worlds. They're just gonna erase everything. You know it. <laughs> Good god, I hope. not. You'd be not, so man. happy. No, I wouldn't. If they erased the sequel trilogy? trilogy? Why? That's such a waste of... the Have date. you ever read the uh, the original where it went? Like from like the like expanded universe with like Luke's new Jedi Order and everything? It was pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, but why what like
1: Dude, I'm not I like I said i told you I like the sequel theory. I'm not I'm just saying I'm I'm pandering to you
0: <laughs> I but see that's the thing I I've specifically what's done have is said done, it's, it's yeah what's done is <laughs> Move done on. well it's just like all right you you create a sequel trilogy yeah a lot of people didn't like it but like you know so then you're gonna go back. I think that it was the timing of when that was—that whole rumor was coming out—was when it's I was like, why would, you, "Why would you? Why would you do that?" No, no, I know. But like, there are people that still like freaking, you know, what's his face, Mike Zero or whatever, friggin', yeah, oh, you know, you Kathleen know, Kennedy's still everything. gonna get fired. You know, <laughs> it's any day now. He's
1: got, she's gonna get fired. I'm mostly and, that it seems like some of the actors didn't have a great time because I think it'd be really cool to explore like raise new jedi order i think there could be something there but it sounds like they're all like just like totally i think they just out by the whole experience
0: (laughs) i do i honestly think that yeah it's it is and i i think they wouldn't uh, happen
1: for years but maybe maybe. you never know people come back
0: it's right dude it's writing it's writing they 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 just did not well i'm saying if
1: you get someone that that has worked with them before and then gets hired by star wars maybe you could bring it back i think there's a lot that could be done there
0: I think fa- I think it's it, we gotta be optimistic that Favreau and Filoni are obviously together with the Mandalorian, John and Dexter, hopefully maybe.
1: that's the that's the new gold standard. Well,
0: hopefully they uh, they you know they they become kind of the dream team of Star Wars. I mean that's that's the thing. I mean Favreau with okay. his movie experience and
1: mm-hmm.
0: Filoni with everything else. So like you
1: uh, know it, just gotta
0: hope hope that happens and. You know, Kathleen Kennedy kind of gets out of the way somehow and makes Mike Zero's dreams come true. So <laughs> it, it sucks. It, it does suck. I, I, like I said, I, I, didn't like the sequel trilogy a lot, but like, it does suck that it wasn't like they had fun in the movies. Just like kind of, you know, right. like the biggest whatever. bummer is that some of it was just they,
1: yeah, are not fans anymore, basically, or don't. Yeah, that sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. but even like uh I think the biggest. Actually, two of them. Really, Finn for one. Like, I think they. Yeah,
1: John. Bland, again, yeah. yeah, that's a. Bummer. Yeah, we've talked about Just this a million times. But yes, like, he was great. I... and he was Is so they... enthusiastic about it early on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the whole promotion of him holding the lightsaber and stuff. Like, imagine if he was actually, you know, he could actually wield a lightsaber. So, like, throughout the the right. whole movies, and, and
1: they stuff. made him force sensitive at the end. That's why it could be interesting in the future. But again, it's they. But they, they screwed the pooch. Yeah turned
0: into it, so. Yeah, it, it just, it sucks, so. Um, Anyways. I don't depressing know.
1: to but... t- 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 <laughs> end it, but we got Mandalorian. It's killing yeah. it right now, so. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. I think I my my hot prediction is going to be next week's episode will be cool, but a lot of people won't like it because I don't think we're getting Ahsoka. So it's going to, I think some people are going to think it's like a filler episode. People
0: didn't like this last episode either, so, I mean. I
1: mean, I mean the, the majority.
0: Yeah, majority. I, I mean, we'll I think see. It's gonna no, see those or...
1: people who think everything's a filler, I think it's going to be kind of like that. Um, remember the Bounty Hunter episode um, where they go and uh, rescue the Twi'lek brother? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be kind of like that. I think he's going to go back, see Kara doing and griff cargo, and they're going to go on like some alternate mission and nothing really is going to happen. And then we'll be driving to see Ahsoka at the beginning of next episode. and Everybody will be like, why can't we just see Ahsoka. It was a filler episode. Nothing happened.
0: I'm actually, I'm I'll, I'll be completely honest. I was more excited about seeing Bo Katan now than Ahsoka. So uh, I don't know about uh,
1: that one. But yes, Bo Katan was, uh, I downplayed in my mind because I wasn't sure she was going to be in it. I downplayed how excited I'd be. I was so pumped. That was the most pumped I've been in this whole, like even more. For me, the baby Yoda thing was cool. Don't get me wrong. But I was more pumped for Bo Katan. It was so cool. To see her and have that connection of knowing her in Clone Wars and Rebels and how much she means to mm-hmm. Mandalorians, I just thought that was that was awesome. It was it was very yeah. cool. And Ahsoka's maybe one of my favorite characters, so that's super exciting. Yeah, I, I,
0: I mean, got. she's uh, no, she's a great character. I just, I mean, me personally, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not like the the biggest Ahsoka fan in the mm-hmm. world in terms of like it, she's just, you know, I love, I love that character, but just not. I'm not one of those that's like I I need to see her. I need to see her next up. Like it's like if she comes, great. If not, yeah. You know it is what it is. And um, you know we got plenty of her in Clone Wars and Rebels. I obviously she's probably gonna come in this year this season. Obviously, but you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. not. I don't. It's like Boba Fett to me. It's the same thing. It, well, no, I shouldn't say it's the same thing. Ahsoka's a, w- a way better character, and I like her a lot more. <laughs> yeah. But like I'm just trying no, to make I got this, you. I got you. Yep. yeah. Like it, it's like I don't need more Boba Fett, you know, Ahsoka lover. But like I don't need a million more things of her. So, but it'll be really cool to see how um, Rosario Dawson plays her. We'll see that that's what I'm more intrigued about is yeah,
1: how she's going to play that
0: character. Yeah. How, is she going to follow her um, her mannerisms and everything from Clone Wars and Rebels, or is it going to be completely different? And that's I think I would be. I, I'm actually going to predict it right now. I guarantee there's going to be a decent amount of people that actually hate Ahsoka live.
1: Oh, there'll be. A, I'm calling be it right now because a it's going to look that's because of the features of the alien and that it is she like because of her species and, and the mantrails and like how that how that works and everything like uh, P, there will be people that don't like it and there's a bunch of people that. Hate Rosario Dawson for like an article that came out. So like they're they're immediately going to jump on it and spread all this hate too, like everybody does on Twitter. So that's going to so that's going to happen as well. They're just waiting. And
0: for they the episode, and they so. wonder why and they wonder why people don't want to friggin' play Star Wars roles because of that shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean so we just talked sure about the sequel trilogy. Thing. That's part of it. So she's going to get
1: that whole that whole thing. They're just waiting for her to drop. But yeah, there there also will be people that genuinely just don't like the way it it looks and is portrayed. So I mean I saw people that
0: I, I saw people on Instagram that were like, Yeah, Bo Katan sucks. I'm like, What? Oh she what, Why?" It, so she was perfect. oh you know whatever. Absolutely. And I'm like
1: Yeah. It was
0: like dead It's off. like, did you watch Clone Wars? Yeah. Like I I mean I get for people that haven't watched Clone Wars or Rebels, I could I guess I could just right, so another character. It.
1: It's like okay, yeah. yeah, cool. Right. No, it's more but her like, history, the, what we know her. That's why it's so cool.
0: But I think another thing we didn't really mention is that if you haven't seen Clone Wars, if you haven't seen Rebels, and you see Bo-Katan, and you're like, who's this badass? If, right, if you from may go watch story. it,
1: right?
0: Right. So we always I about that.
1: They just do, don't do it. But yeah, they, they suck it. at
0: it. They, they suck. It. They really suck at doing that. And I think this episode kind of did it well. But yeah, at oh the yeah. same time, it's still the same. I don't know.
1: It's I like to, think this is the way to do it. I think, pe- I think there are yeah. people out there that are getting into Mandalorian and are getting interested in Star Wars, and this will be a kickoff point to go, all right, maybe I will check out Clone Wars. Maybe I will check out Rebels. At least those episodes yeah. at first. It will be. I, I hope so.
0: Yeah. I, I hope so. I just it's, we, yeah, we need to see more Bo-Katan though then, yeah. because I think that, that's what's going to... It that, may also you know, get a
1: bunch of people over the hump who were like me. I mean, this happened to me a long time ago, but that just are not cartoon people and mm-hmm. i finally watched clone wars and got hooked and then obviously watch rebels and i watch everything now but like there there are probably some fans out there that know exactly what happens in clone wars and rebels because they're big fans but just don't watch it this may get them over the hump to watch it because they're like oh man she really is cool i want to see her more you know what i mean
0: i think it's just a cartoon thing that just is yeah, a little it's, bit it's like tough
1: but i think it'll get people yeah
0: i think it would be different if she was in resistance <laughs> then i would be like Ooh, i don't know if i'm because that's more like a kid's that's that's like a very kids show where yeah. it's like Yeah, huh. see and I wouldn't I didn't watch it not, I did not going. One, but yeah I could I couldn't I watched maybe one episode, my and episode and I was like episode. Jesus
1: Christ Yeah it's a it's a kid show
0: <laughs> Yeah exactly but like it, it, but people react to that to Clone Wars and it's like even though Clone Wars is a little bit older it's still like
1: Yeah, yeah it has actual cartoons. themes. yeah yep. so I
0: agree. um yeah, we'll see. Hopefully hopefully it does. I mean, that's if, if they if they have her in more episodes, I think you're, we'll start to see a little bit more of that. And they, def, they severely need that. They need that so bad is that kind of writing where it's like a character comes... Cobb Vanth, another one. that you know, oh, where did Cobb Vanth come from? Where the hell... Oh, he was in Aftermath book. Oh, okay, maybe Except I should go pick be, up the book and read it.
1: People will be disappointed in that because he's in like fucking two pages of each book. <laughs>
0: yeah but yes, but
1: yes you're pointing
0: yeah yep i got they you
1: need to get that more yeah so and it's so good for people too so we'll see yeah there. i we'll
0: yeah, see. i mean um i mean we have friends that haven't watched *Colin wars or rebels so the it'll big be one interesting i'm looking forward
1: to, to and why well, again it's probably not in this one but if they do make that that, that live action and it's Thrawn and ezra that will bring mm-hmm. so many if that's done really cool and really well the way that zon writes that'll bring in a whole bunch of just general fantasy fans and sci-fi fans that then see the watch the mandalorian and are like okay this is cool but aren't into star wars overall you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and if they see that and it's dark and it's deep and it's, re- it's and it's done the same way the books are that could get a whole nother group of people obsessed with star wars because then they go find Thrawn and then they go find the legend stuff of Thrawn and they become obsessed with thron storyline and you end up watching rebel you could tie in a bunch more people
0: yeah yeah, but anyways,
1: we're cruising past an hour right now. So okay. Uh, what do we got? Where can people find us? at The local Where coffee shop? Where can they
0: find us? Yeah, look, <laughs> there's our business cards are on the, you know, the pin board and uh, the coffee <laughs> shop, you know. Uh, no, you guys can find us on Instagram. You can also find us on YouTube. Uh, Ollie posts a lot of videos on YouTube. Uh, all of our podcasts go on YouTube. So go check that out um we also we're obviously on twitch if you're uh if you're watching right now if you're if you're not watching right now we're on twitch at the pot once we're also on all podcast services so spotify itunes overcast anchor we're all over the place um and those usually are on a couple days after uh we record our podcast so uh other than that uh do you have anything else you want to add to that or or just gonna catch you later see you later
1: nope that's it looking forward to the next episode hopefully we can we gotta work on getting these up hopefully a little bit quicker maybe over the weekend so people can watch them like monday or tuesday of the next week but uh but yeah we'll we'll try i'm just excited for the next episode so we'll see you guys yep. then. yep
0: sounds good see you guys then
1: later